Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Howard A. Lim. He's a business and brand architect and a Vistage speaker. Welcome to our show, Howard. Thank you. Glad to be here. So I love words because words have power. Words for me are the paint on a canvas. And the words that you have on your LinkedIn profile is how creative we design businesses. So let's talk about what that means and what how creative is. So how creative is basically um, coming up with solutions that a lot of other companies cannot come up with. And we're very creative because I feel like, you know, what uh, Einstein says, what's more important in knowledge is imagination. Without imagination, we wouldn't have anything around us for that matter. So I equate that to being creative. Um, and the idea behind bi designing businesses is that we've taken um, business development, branding, and marketing to a whole new level. And we created that, that as a new category. I've actually trademarked we design businesses because it's really what's needed nowadays instead of just looking at business development or branding or marketing. No, that's true. Now, I noticed that you have had very extensive experience with different brands, whether it's Apple, Honda, Disney, DreamWorks. Give us some specific examples of brands perhaps you've worked with or companies you've worked with. Just again, it's one thing to say what you do. It's another thing to explain with examples how you did it. So if you can give a little more of a high level summary for our guests. Yeah. So for example, um, when I was talking about solving problems that other companies could not solve, like MGM and Philips came to us and said, we have this new media that we want to introduce to the consumer and it's a way to watch uh, movies and with a lot more clarity and a lot better audio. And we really literally introduced DVDs, the movies on DVDs to the marketplace that took over VHS and beta. So not only did we create the campaigning to take over the other medias, but we also created a GUI interface of how you actually use a DVD when you stick it into your machine. Um, another thing would be what we did is we rebranded the LA Marathon where they weren't getting the tenants that they wanted. And the following year they had a smaller budget because they weren't having uh, as many attendees show up. The year that we rebranded the LA Marathon, they had a sellout um, of 23,000 participants. And then uh, another case study is WSS during the last recession. It's a footwear company where they sell athletic footwear. They had 52 retail stores and they were not doing very well during the recession. We re repositioned them, rebranded them, come up with the new strategies with their business. And lo and behold, there are over a hundred locations nationwide and they probably literally reached over a billion dollars in revenue so far. That's great. Now let's dial in even deeper. So let's talk about LA Marathon. Like what were some of the challenges that they had and some of the things that you identified and how are you able to identify those things to make it the, the, the success of it was? So the LA Marathon, so there was a big difference and most people don't realize this. Uh, when we created this as a new standard, which is called brand designing. So what we found is that the designs of the past did the LA Marathon and they've been doing LA Marathons at the time we met them, I think they're on their 15th one. Anyways, the point being is that they, the designers and the ad agencies that were working on them in the past didn't understand consistency and they didn't understand there's a science behind 
what you communicate on different media pieces. For example, a bus, you only have 1.3 seconds to absorb the information other than that, and bill, uh, billboards and actually banners as well, street banners. So when we examine and did an assessment of all the past different um, campaigns for the LA Marathon, we realized that the billboards and the banners and buses were way too, confu too confusing, too much information to digest in 1.3 seconds. And then if you design things for advertising for, let's say, like a uh, printed ad piece for the LA Marathon, excuse me, for the LA Times, you have a longer, you know, you got a longer stay, you could say, uh, holding on the eyeballs to the ad, which really you could take 10 seconds to absorb the information from the headline, the subheadline, and to, to glance over the body copy. So the point being is this, there, there wasn't um, a consistency between the identity across all the media pieces using the same font, same fonts, tone, look and feel. The second problem was that the designers that were designing on those different medias didn't understand the science of communication and how much stay power you had on each communication piece. So what's, what, we, what we did is we broke it down and then we worked it like a concert piece, like everything was working hand in hand. And that's what actually drove um, the participation because the brand awareness went up. Well, that's a fascinating perspective. Let's talk about this stay power because in the world we live in now with social media, with Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, tell us how that applies and relates to the world of social media. Because again, people are so distracted that if you want to help them design a business, what are some of those points that you just shared, but as it relates to social media? Well, social media, quite honestly, about 90% is used incorrectly. Um, what I mean by that is social media, people are just kind of like putting out fires or throwing things out there and helping it stick stick out there in the, in the, in the target market. Um, but what really is missing is being able to actually do things strategically. Most companies are doing it from the hip and hoping things would stick rather than looking at, well, why are you putting that post out? What is it that you ultimately want to have people focus on and what's the long-term value and gain by having people um, engage into your media and what is the outcome what in other words what is the call to action ultimately and ultimately is really to build that trust is to build that likeness into actually having someone to actually trust you enough that they actually didn't purchase from you so generally speaking what happens is social media what they're missing are some specific ingredients, like what are the values behind your brand? What is your purpose? What's your mission? What are the actual promising that you're promising to the consumer that you could build a lot of social media around? What are you actually, what's your elevator speech that you really, what's called a value proposition? What's differentiating from all others? So what people are doing right now through social media, they're throwing stuff together and hoping that it will stick more from the standpoint of putting out fires rather than looking at how is this going to continue to build the brand value and build the business. So that's a lot of information to digest. And if let's say you're saying that a newspaper has 10 seconds, mm -hmm. uh, a, a, uh, a bus has one second, but what is the research on social media? It seems like it's even less. So like all the stuff you said is like super powerful, important and in depth. But when someone's, posting one word or one photo, all that is more of the, the, the leaves and what you're talking more is about the tree or the trunk, right? I mean, but is there one specific thing you can at least share just 
as a, as a, as a daily thing, Hey, you should be considered posting X amount or this type of thing, you know, cause what you just said is like a massive, like they need to hire you for Right. But I'm just looking more for a, a little taste tester, you know? Yeah. So what I recommend, like we do like too much posting gets too much. Right. And it depends on what media channel that we're talking about, whether it's Pinterest, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, the list goes on, right? So when it comes to Facebook, what we, what we like doing is that we like, in fact, we just did our post today. We like posting only once a week because we want to be, get people excited for the next post. And we want, in exactly what you're saying, we want people to really walk away going, wow, I just learned something really that I never thought about before that I really could take to my own business or to my own personal life. So the one thing, the what biggest thing is to add value to someone's business or life. If we're talking about LinkedIn and we're talking about YouTube, I like, of course, what I like to do is add, add value to someone's business. If you're making it more personal, the best things are things that are entertaining and things that are funny, things that are entertaining and things that are funny. When it comes to business, it's education. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Howard, thanks so much for your time today. How can our guests stay in touch with you? Um, they could stay in touch with my, my social media handles. They could find me very easily at Howard A. Lim, L-I-M. And they could reach out to me. I'm very personable. Uh, my phone number is 310-455-0389. Um, through those, and my email is howard at howcreative.com. Want to get to know more about who we are? It's howcreative.com is our website. Great, Howard. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you.